goodness! Justin Jefferson pulled it in! Looking for A.J. Brown. He's got it! Touchdown! In trouble, T.J. Watts. I am just, like, stoked about this Lions team. Debo Samuel! There he goes! Foot on the gas! All the way! Two MVP seasons. Not overreacting, but it might be happening. Caught in the end zone! <laughs> Keenan Allen! There he gets him! It is Parsons! Back at the 21. I love the upside, the athleticism. Alright, well, we couldn't ask for a better start to week 14 than watching the 3-10 Patriots defeat the Pittsburgh Steelers last night. Guys, this is gonna this could be a brutal start to the preview for me. Um, so what's going on, everybody? We're gonna be previewing Week 14. This is after uh, the December 7th Thursday night football game, Pat Steelers. Do you guys have any thoughts about this game before I kind of go on a little bit of a rant for Pittsburgh? I'm gonna give you the floor. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'll say one thing before we start because I mentioned it to you already. I think Mitch scored more points than Kenny would have. But Kenny would have won that game at the very end on that last drive. But I'll let you take it away from there. Yeah. So this Steelers season is an absolute mess. Uh, at one point, I believe they were around six and three before losing to Cleveland. Then they go out and they beat Cincy with no Joe Burrow. Probably, I would say, highly likely they would have lost that game with Joe Burrow playing. And then it's like, okay, the Steelers are 7-4 on the season. They kind of control their own destiny if they want to get one of the top wildcard spots. Then they go out and play maybe one of the most unwatchable games of all year, losing to a 2-10 Cardinals team, a team that is not good on both sides of the um, field. And then they go out and they lose to a 2-10 fucking Patriots team at home, nonetheless. And I know you're down to your backup quarterback in Mitch Trubisky, but so are the Patriots. I mean, this team is so bad that they're playing Bailey Zappi, and this team also scored zero points against the bad defense last week. Zero points. And they scored 21 in the first half. Now, somehow the Steelers shut them out in the second half, and there was obviously some lapses in the defense in the first half that kind of allowed them to score 21 in some good field position. But my God, like... The Steelers, man, like, I think Tomlin has been around for so long that this team has yet to win a playoff game, basically, in five years. And I think, basically, since then, we've always given them the benefit of the doubt because what he did in the early 2010s and the late 2000s, they were like, all right, it's a Mike Tomlin team. They're going to be fine. He's going to turn it around. But I think we're at the point where we're done giving him the benefit of the doubt. And it's, a, it's like, a shame because, obviously, some teams like Carolina— Cleveland, the Jets, would kill to have some coaching stability for as long as the Steelers have had Mike Tomlin, but I don't know how this team can keep trotting out this same coaching staff when nothing is going to change. Just Tomlin is so bad against teams that they should be winning by double digits. He always plays down to his opponents, and yeah, maybe they go 9-8 and eight this year. whoop de doo Tomlin doesn't go under 500 once again, but what's the point of that, man? You're just in purgatory. The Steelers are basically the definition of NFL purgatory. I'd rather them lose out, maybe land the 10th pick in the draft, and go from there. But yeah, this team, absolute brutal to watch. George Pickens, your top playmaker, catches five passes for <laughs> under 30 yards. Also does not look great with the ball in his hands. Deontay Johnson also just like at times just looks like he doesn't even want to be out there. And then you just get nothing out of Najee Harris. They don't give Jalen Warren the ball at all. Mitch obviously just doesn't look like he's a comfortable quarterback. Some boneheaded play calling. It's fourth and two, but they came on the line and you need two goddamn yards. That was bad. That two was bad. yards. And then they go deep to Deontay. Just basically, this is like, okay, the play in the huddle is like, 
we're not looking for a 30-yard catch. We're looking for a 30-yard pass interference. They literally called that play to get a pass interference because this team has no confidence in their offense at all. I'm sorry for ranting there. I don't, I don't know. I just can't watch no, you this deserve anymore. It. I mean, you're you're not wrong in the fact that they essentially are in a purgatory, but you did mention there's so many teams that would love that consistency. So I think you kind of got to give and take with it almost. It's like Tomlin will get you – uh, nine or ten wins every year, but will he get you to the edge? There's only so many coaches that can, so it's a little give and take in that. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up, Dalen Warren, Brees Hall stat line if I've ever seen one. He had a, seven carries for 11 rush yards, finished with eight fantasy points in PPR. Just all-time, like, that's so bad in that aspect that he was the essentially the leading receiver until the very end. But one thing you can just say to make yourself feel better about this game the refs completely screwed you. I mean, that one, um, the Patriots jumped off sides on that punt, and they said it was on the, the Steelers' center. Start, yeah. Like, you should have got the first down and kept that drive alive. Um, so if you want, you can just blame the refs. I'm fine with that here. Dude, but, like, this team was supposed to possibly get the five seed in the AFC, and we can't complain about the refs on a game against the Patriots on a Thursday night against a team that just came off scoring zero points. Zero fucking points. We're running Ezekiel, uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Ball out. Juju just does nothing all year gets you know four for 90 of course it's like a revenge game i don't know man i just don't even really want to talk about the steelers anymore i really hope that we are not previewing another game from them this season i hope that you know what i honestly hope they lose to the colts next saturday then they lose to the Bengals the following saturday Ooh, that that's a potential like playoff implication we're probably previewing that game. yeah we're gonna have to cover that game i feel like it's pretty big playoff implications for week 15 uh... They're going to reel me back in. They're going to reel me back in. I mean, this team is not better than Houston. They're not better than Buffalo. I would say they're not even better than the Colts. Um, Maybe they're better than the Browns when it comes down to it because both teams have good defenses and poor offenses, but this team does not belong in the playoffs. I don't really want to see them be the seventh seed and get blown out by Kansas City or Baltimore or Miami, whoever gets the two seed. Like, what's the point in that? But, yeah, Tom can go 9-8, and and we can kind of parade and going uh, being averaged for, what, the fifth year in a row? What they do? So, um, yeah, that was my rant to this game um, as a uh, frustrated. Give him a round of applause for that rant. That was good. That was, it, dude, brutal to watch this team. Just a lot of frustration. So we can actually talk about some better games, um, at least. Also, I mean, do you think Patriots fans are happy about this? 3-10? and 10? No. It, they're pretty much well, gone from Caleb Williams. The now, thing they're, is, now they're losing. They're, like, like losing this number two pick territory because mm-hmm. now they're approaching all the three-win teams, too. The Carlos have three wins. They're probably going to trade out of it, but the person they trade with is going to want a quarterback. So, mm-hmm. I don't think it changes too much because the Panthers would have to have won another game, which seems very unlikely. And like Tom mentioned, they're only tied with the Cardinals right now. So taking Jake May. Yeah. So if they get if they get a fourth win, then the Patriots should be upset. Like the Cardinals winning last week for me, they changed one spot. Like I don't care. Like it was it was nice to see them finally click, but I don't think that one spot difference. If they win again, then it's then you look back on this game being like, we should have just lost this game. Yeah, I feel like best case scenario is them get three. If they fall to three, it's Cardinals at two because uh, maybe they would have taken Caleb um, with Kyler, but they're not taking Drake May over Kyler. So um, I hope not. Yeah, so I guess it's Marvin Harrison two, and they could still get Drake May three. But obviously, there is the risk of a team trading up, um, maybe like a Washington or like a Tennessee. You never know. So we'll talk about um, – there's a lot of – solid games this week uh, when it comes to playoff implications um but we're at that point in the season where it's a lot of backup quarterbacks a lot of quarterbacks are hurt i do want to talk about one game i'm super excited for because i feel like whenever these two teams play it's kind of an instant classic uh we got buffalo going to kansas city it's a four o'clock game um chiefs are eight and four massive game for the bills lose this game they're six and seven they're a point underdog on the road 
I mean, they could still make the playoffs if they lose this game, but it's going to be very tough to do so. And I kind of want Buffalo to win because I would rather see them in the playoffs than Cleveland, than Pittsburgh, maybe even than Denver. So I'll throw it to you, Tom. Um, who do you like in this game to win? Um, and do you think the Bills keep their season alive? I think it's just, it's a tough spot. I'm going to take the Chiefs, but like not like with a whole bunch of confidence. The Bills obviously can go in there and beat them. Uh, this could very well be like a get-back-right game for the Bills, but... I think the Chiefs just lost last week, and the Bills are off a bye. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with my gut though. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs, and I think the uh, the better coach uh, winds up uh, coming out on top here at home and get back to and that'll be nine and four. They'll get to. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah they get yes. to nine and four. So you're not. Uh, so you said better coach. You're not a big fan of Sean McDermott's uh, hype up speeches. Uh, well, that he could he could have uh, he could have given this highest speech of all time. I still would have taken Andy, but yeah, that is uh, is some uh, some public uh, scrutiny he's under for those comments. Yeah, I've been like talking to you guys all year about coaches that ever get fired, and I feel like he's about to lose the locker room. Like just even like incorporating like like if you guys don't know, he like incorporated like nine eleven. We won't go into it into a speech, and everyone was like kind of like, what is going on? Like what 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 are you trying to do here? He did apologize, but like super weird. Feel like if they don't make the playoffs, he's completely lost the locker room, and they're going to go on to a different head coach at the end of the year. Um, Dom, do we have like some bill stat like after a buy? I was waiting for that that McDermott's record after a buy or something. So I don't have that, but I'm looking at the bill <laughs> schedule. The Bills have one win since Halloween, and it is December 8th as we record this. Like, that's kind of crazy to think about, that this team that was supposed to be Super Bowl aspirations hasn't, only has one win in the past uh, five-ish weeks now, so that's kind of crazy that I just looked at. Um, For the game itself, though, I mean, how do you bet against Mahomes at home? Like, I feel like everything... Everything's pointing to the Bills, though. I mean, the spread opened at, like, three. You mentioned it's down to one. ESPN's giving the Bills a 54.6% chance to win this game. I just can't pick against the Chiefs when they're the home team. I know that their weapons really stink. Kelsey's been essentially mediocre, especially to his standards for the past three weeks now. But the thing with the Bills is they just play too sloppy sometimes. They don't play... um, they don't always play their best, and I think them going to the Chiefs in what will be a huge game, I think the Chiefs will bounce back after losing a uh, real shocker to the Packers on Sunday night. So I'm going to take the Chiefs at home. Okay. Um. So I would have liked the Chiefs, or I think I would have liked the Bills a little bit more if the Chiefs won last week. Because like you said, like I don't know, like I feel like the Chiefs losing two in a row, obviously losing to Green Bay and kind of a shocker last week. And then they lose to the Bills at home a week later. But... I think I'm also pretty bad at this is like I still think this Bills team can be like a good playoff team and maybe I'm just like not realizing like hey this is a down year for them it's not the Bills teams that we've seen over the last uh three or so years um and I think I'm bad at like realizing that and like accepting the fact that this Bills team maybe will finish under 500 but I think they keep their season alive I think they win this game I think it's still a good team like they were neck and neck on the road against a very good Eagles team and I in my opinion this Eagles team I mean they beat the Chiefs this year are better than the Chiefs team so I think the Bills will be able to stay in this game it's really what's going to happen in that fourth quarter I think it'll be very close uh they are one and four on the road this year um and Arrowhead is one of the toughest places to play so we have Chiefs uh for you two and we got Bills for me are Um, we are we doing uh Chiefs leading wide receiver pick this week Oh God! Um, I think it's actually getting easier. Like I think I'm comfortable. Yeah, it kind of has to be Rashid Rashid Rice. At this point. Like, Are we he, sticking he's, with right? I mean, do we think the Bills are just going to focus on him? Like he's the only guy right now. Like they could just focus on him on the outside. 
then it, maybe it's a big Kelsey day. Maybe. I mean, if we're strictly talking receivers, I think Justin MBS Watson. gets. I think MBS gets. Uh, gets his comeback this game. I want to pick him to be the leading receiver for the Chiefs. Love well, that. All you gotta do is give him a sixty-yard bomb right at his breadbasket, and he'll yeah, catch just, it and come down. With it do that three times. He'll catch it at least once, hopefully. I was gonna say if he's the leading receiver, he's definitely just gonna still have two catches, and it's just gonna be like two oh yeah, probably yeah. two for like seventy-eight, something like that. Um, so yeah, big game there. And then we also have like another really good game here in the NFC. Uh, it's a division matchup. It is Sunday night football. Eagles 10 and 2 going to Dallas, um, who are undefeated at home this year. They are 6 and 0. Uh, Dallas is 9 and 3. If you remember, Eagles beat Cowboys a little bit earlier in the year um, and when the Eagles were at home. So um, I know we talked about this, I think, on the reaction. Um, I don't know off the top of my head. If the Cowboys win this game, do they, they still are the division leaders, right? Because the Eagles have played one less divisional game. If the Cowboys win this game, they will leapfrog the they Eagles. Will. That is yeah. crazy that the Eagles have dominated the NFC this whole year and they could lose two in a row and they lose that one seed. The um, the Eagles will still control the uh the division even though they won't be in first place because of the way that their um like AFC versus NFC matchups work out. Mm-hmm. So the Eagles will still control it, but the Cowboys will be in first place okay. uh, by the way tiebreakers after this week. So Cowboys win this week. And then both teams win out rest of the year. Eagles get the one seed, or Eagles, Eagles will, the division at least. Yeah, Eagles will get the division then. Hmm. Well, okay. Uh, I guess since head to head might trump it if that happens. But the 49ers also win out. 49ers get the one seed, or does it get really complicated there? Well, they beat the, the Eagles, so I think it goes to head to head there now. If the 49ers win out, they'd get the one seed because they beat the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. and, they would, okay. and at that point, they'd both well, have three losses. Unless the Lions also went out, because then it's a three-way tie, and then I don't know. Three-way ties, they throw head-to-head out the window once that happens. It, yeah, so. I, well, three-way tie, I think it goes to conference games first. I don't know the, the, the conference schedules, but... Gotcha, because, yeah, the Niners also beat the Cowboys earlier in the year, but obviously that wouldn't matter if the Eagles have the tiebreaker over the Cowboys. So Wait, actually, so three-way tie, I believe if there is a head-to-head, then that gets decided, so the, the 49ers would get by default over the Eagles, and then the 49ers would then have a tiebreaker whatever the next one is, which I believe is NFC games with the Lions. And then that would, mm-hmm. that's how they would figure it out. Yeah. Um, currently, yeah, the Niners do have the tiebreaker over the Lions. Cause yeah, cause the Niners just have one conference loss and the Lions do have two. Um, okay. So 49ers went out and they get the one seed. Pretty much it looks like, yeah. So that will get, I mean, that's not going to happen. If the Cowboys win this game. If the Cowboys win this game. Yes, yes. And the Cowboys are three and a half point favorites. Kind of crazy. I mean, um, I think Hertz is dealing with a few injuries. Obviously, they just come off a very shocking like blowout loss against the Niners. We'll see if Big Dom is going to travel to this Cowboys game. I oh man, I'm kind of I'm kind of sipping the uh, Eagles uh, pack right here, and I'm kind of happy that they're going to maybe lose this game as well. I'm going to take Dallas um, Eagles. Shocker. I still think are the better team, and they're going to win. I mean, ugh. I'm going to, I'm going to take Dallas to win this game. I want kind of some. Uh, chaos in the NFC and obviously if the Eagles win this game they're pretty much going to win the division and then it may come down between them and the Niners for the one seed but I want ultimate chaos so I want Dallas to win this game Dom who do you like in this one I'm riding with you I'm taking the Cowboys at home the the Eagles have just not been overly impressive the past month now they've won a lot of close games even when they played Dallas they won 28-23 and Dallas had a real shot to win at the end there I think they get the job done at home I think they figure out a way to get it done. And I mean, I've been saying with the Eagles now for literally a month. Vegas always knows. If Vegas tells you the Cowboy, the Eagles are an underdog, I'm just going to take the favorite. So I'm taking the Cowboys here. Like that. Uh, Tom, you taking your favorite team in the NFL to win? 
We're going clean sweep this week. It's going. Okay. I'm taking Dallas. Congrats um, to the Eagles. I think that <laughs> I think that Dak is legitimately playing at an MVP level. Uh, we talked about it last week, or for the on the recap. I like Dak edges out Purdy in like a lot of like the little advanced statistics, like big time throws, turnover worthy percentage. So like Purdy obviously is playing fantastic, but I think Dak legitimately is the biggest game changer like in the NFL at this moment. Like the way the way this Cowboys offense is scoring and the way CeeDee Lamb is playing. Um obviously him and Dak playing well together kind of go hand in hand. I think that the uh Cowboys are exceptionally coached on defense with Dan Quinn, and I think they'll be able to uh, shake it up a bit. Like you said, Hurts is dealing with some injuries. They can exploit his weaknesses and they can just make it fourth and two instead of fourth and one. The Eagles will be in bad shape. Um, uh, but but no, by no way a, a shot at the Eagles. I think they are still a fantastic team, but I just think this Dallas team is rolling and the Eagles won a lot of close games and Dallas can really blow somebody out of the water if they want to. Tom mentioned uh, coaching. I feel like we should bring it up. Mike McCarthy got his like appendix removed like earlier this week and he's going to coach on sunday do we think that factors in to the game at all he isn't or he is no he is but like oh. i think he's yeah, actually been a solid coach he's, actually... a, he's like a bottom seven coach regardless what bottom i actually seven. think he's McCarthy's a... actually like a top 10 coach right now he might be one of the best like regular season coaches of all time like i guess i guess i have to, I have to factor in the uh the entire resume with it bottom seven <laughs> that, that, that that was hating um that i, I think definitely. he's below average though <laughs> but I, I can I can name ten coaches I think is better than Tomlin uh, Tomlin um, McCarthy though but <laughs> dude McCarthy Cowboys win a Super Bowl he's like I feel like on a very similar career path to like Andy Reid okay like but they got a Super Bowl Andy Reid's yeah. won two in the last four years and made Super Bowls conference championships every other year like Andy Reid's create is the head coach of like a dynasty and like well, Mike McCarthy has not he won one playoff game. No, well, he, he won us. Well, yeah, he won, he the won Super Bowl right? in 2011. He was the coach. The Packers, yeah, like no, no. I'm saying like with this Cowboys. Like I'm saying right now with this Cowboys team. Like I'm not also, really giving McCarthy's Aaron Rodgers Packers Super Bowl like the same credibility as I would Andy Reid's Mahomes Super Bowl last year. Hold on, hold on. What was Andy Reid didn't have that much success with Alex Smith before Mahomes. Like he, they did. Oh no, they, they still made. They still they, won playoff games. They, they, they still won the division and stuff. Yeah. I don't remember if they ever made it to a conference championship. Same. They won the playoff games though. So did so have the Cowboys. I think he won one. Well, who was the it was the Chiefs were in the playoffs every year. The Cowboys had a couple well, bad years. Mike McCarthy. Cowboys won a playoff game last year. They beat the Bucs. Remember that? Yeah, and then did not yeah. beat the Niners. But I'm just saying, okay, I'm not gonna like say he's the next Andy Reid. I'm just saying it could be a similar career path if the Cowboys did end up like winning the Super Bowl this year. If he gets um, a second ring, I will say okay, sure. Okay, fair enough. Um, so I uh, so we have a clean sweep for Dallas. Wait, you said Dallas too, Tom? Yeah, we're a clean. Yeah, Dallas. for Dallas. Oh, okay. It's going to get interesting. Um, also, I wanted to ask you guys, say both quarterbacks were healthy, and this Sunday night was the Super Bowl, Cowboys-Eagles. Which quarterback would you want on your team, Dak or Hurts, right now? Who is it? Like, Just like plug them in. What receiving core am I plugging them into? Like, What scheme? Uh, we'll just say like uh, their current teams. Like, Who do you think will have the better game this Sunday night if they were both healthy? It's the Super Bowl. Like, Who would you want as your quarterback? Dak with this Cowboys offense or Hurts with the Eagles offense? This is tough. I mean, I'm taking Dak. I think he's going to win the game, and I think it's going to be a, it's going to be an NFC Championship like type of game. So I'll, I'll roll with Dak here. So I'm picking Cowboys. I want, I want to take Hurts because he's he's been in he's been in the Super Bowl already, and like he's and like he wins he wins you games. Like he's very mm-hmm. good, um, and playing smart and keeping and like he'll never he'll never lose you a game. Dak really doesn't really either. I think I'm going to take Hurts just because of of his recent success, um, but I think. Right now, I'd probably take Dak because Hurts a little banged up. Mm-hmm. I also want to give props to Dak Prescott because I feel like a lot of people were 
like he was like guaranteeing that he was gonna throw less interceptions this year and then whatever is i think over under was at ground 16 and he's only at six right now so um obviously being in the mvp conversation big props to Dak. so um i wanted to throw this game in here because i i know we're all gonna probably pick the niners to beat uh seattle but i just feel like seattle i know it's in san fran but seattle getting 11 points just feels very high maybe i'm just like um overrating their performance their loss against the cowboys last thursday but i know the niners beat them by 18 on thanksgiving but i just feel like seattle's got to feel like their season could be on the line like this would be a mat like they could still make the playoffs if they lose this game but this would be such a huge division win and maybe Geno's just another week healthy. Um, they still have, like, DK at full strength. I think Kenneth Walker is going to play this game as well, so they're getting him back. I'm not sure if Charbonnet's going to play. I know they're both banged up still. Um, but, yeah, I, I know we're all going to take San Fran, so I'm not going to be surprised when we all do. But I just want to think, like, or I'll, I'll ask you guys, do you think Seattle can cover the 11 points and make this close? Or do you think this is going to be a very similar game to Thanksgiving? Uh, I'll ask you, Tom, first. It's a divisional game, and the Seahawks are starting to really click on uh, in the receiving game now. I think Kenneth Walker is he is he playing? Is he? I think he's gonna play. Um, I don't think Charbonnet is gonna play, but I, I think They're DK and yeah. Lock and Lockett's been better as of late a bit. And JSN is uh, now almost done with his rookie season. He was hurt, so he's starting to get into it more too. It, and like I said, divisional game at eleven points is a lot. Um, and I think people could be wanting to bet the 49ers to win because of how much they blow out the Eagles last week, but. Seattle, they know how to play them. And Seattle is still no slouch as much mm. as, you know, their record is nowhere near as good as San Francisco's. But I think it's a little much to give them 11 points or 10 and a half. Mm -hmm. I agree there. Dom, do you think the Niners will cover or do you think Seattle can make it somewhat close? I think the 49ers cover easily. I mean, they've played four times in the, within the past year and the 49ers are 4-0. They've won three of the games by um, 18 plus points. Like, I think the 49ers currently own the Seahawks. I know that it used to be the other way around, but for the past uh, about 15 months, it's been flipped. Uh, you just mentioned it. They just played on Thanksgiving. 49ers won easily. That game was never in doubt. Seattle only scored on a pick six, I believe. They kicked a field goal because they kicked. They had a kickoff return go to like the 40. Like Their offense was not able to do a single thing against this defense. And we've been saying it for a little while now. When this 49ers team is healthy, they are unstoppable, and they've been healthy now for the past four weeks, and they've been unstoppable. So I have no reason to expect them not to cover this spread. So I'm taking uh, San Fran in a big win at home. You kind of bring up good points there, to be honest. <laughs> there was Purdy uh, playing quarterback for all four of those games, or was it three? the most recent three? The first one he didn't play. They still won twenty-seven to seven, so the defense was still great. But he has played the last three times. I like never want to root for injuries, um, but like I was very like intrigued to see like like just a sam darnold game this year and to see how no. like how he would look in this shanahan offense i'm maybe hoping that they get the one seed by week 17 or they're locked into so whatever plays week 18 yeah so he plays week 18 so they're locked into whatever seed they're in and then we can kind of see him in week 18 i feel like that'd be pretty cool um because i'm curious to see how he would look but we have the um next game i want to talk about rams ravens the ravens are seven and a half point favorites i oh man i don't think i'm gonna have the balls to take the rams to win this game on the road as almost eight point dogs, but I kind of like this game to be very close. Um, I think the Rams offense is coming into full stride. Kyron Williams is back and been one of the best running backs in the league this year. Stafford looks fully healthy. Cup, Puka, both fully healthy as well. And I think the Rams can like keep themselves in this game. I think like Lamar, he also came up in the injury report. I'm pretty sure he's going to play, but he could be nursing with an injury or 
I'm, I don't think it was an injury. I do think it was like an illness. So uh, he'll probably play. But yeah, I, I think this game is something to talk about. I think the Rams can make this competitive. Like I said, I don't think I have the balls to take the Rams to win this game, but I definitely think they will like cover and make it close. So I'm going to go the Ram or I'm going to go the Ravens to win. I guess you guys probably will both have the Ravens as well, unless someone wants to shock me. No, I have Baltimore. They, they have one of the best defenses in football. They're coming off a bye. Now they have a, a full two weeks to prepare for their game plan now without Mark Andrews. So they'll be they'll be a bit more in tune. Dom, you agree? Yeah, I think I think the four, I think the uh, Ravens here are going to be fine. And remember, Lamar Jackson is trying to get the updated stat. He is, I think, like twenty and one against the NFC or something like that. Mm-hmm. So he just the one loss was the Giants so against all odds. So uh, he's <laughs> wow. he's eighteen and one straight up when playing the NFC. So I'm gonna just roll with that here. Okay, so we all got Baltimore. Maybe we'll have a little bit um, of parity here for the next game. We have Denver going to the Chargers. This is basically the season for the Chargers. I mean, they go to 5-8. and eight. They're, they're definitely out. I mean, it's not looking good for them already, but they're still mathematically alive. They win this game. They go to 6-7. and seven. They pick up a nice win over another team that uh, will matter for conference record towards the end of it. Uh, the conference record for the Chargers right now, it's 3-4, and four, and it's 3-5. and five. They actually have a better conference record than the Broncos right now. So this would be a huge maybe tiebreaker if they can beat them. Um, and like the Steelers just lost a conference game, like the Colts and Texans have conference and like the Browns and Jaguars have conference games this week as well. But yeah, the Chargers are actually two and a half point favorites at home and I want to take them. I want to take them, but I'm never right with the Chargers this year. And am I going to learn my lesson? No, I'm not. I'm taking the Chargers to win this game at home. They stay alive. Maybe we get a sick Herbert performance and yeah, I'm going to go with the Chargers. Tom, what do you think? I like the Chargers too. I think this is. No. I think this is the Broncos. <laughs> the Broncos did not look great last week against the Texans. Um, I think how many did Russ throw? He threw. He threw like three interceptions, didn't he? I believe yeah. he did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think this is desperation. This is a huge desperation game for the Chargers. The Broncos fans are probably going to travel well, but that's nothing new for the Chargers because every game is pretty much an away game for them. But I think they they do pull this out, and Brandon Staley. Keeps his job warm a week. I think I think if they lose this week, he's gonna keep Mike fired. But but it's kind of late. You gonna fire somebody in week fifteen? Yeah, I feel like he. Yeah, it's weird, right? Because like Frank Reich came out with like the stuff about the owner, and I feel like it was just like you need to move on from him. Like this is a locker room thing. I feel like Staley probably is still like liked, but it's like all right, we need to move on from him. So I feel like yeah, they know he's not the guy. So it's like let's just ride it out and like save face, like in terms of the media and everything for the rest of the. He's they probably already told him that he's not getting his job next year. Yeah, I, I feel like, yeah, they're definitely going to clean house. I wonder if uh, Kellen Moore will be back. As a I think he, probably, he might, but it's tough because, like, a new head coach might want a completely different, like, direction. Like, even though Kellen Moore is a, is a great offensive coordinator, if they hire an offensive head coach, maybe he, like, older them well, but he might want his own guy. Facts. We're going to see Bill Belichick and uh, Bill O'Brien as the head coach in OC next year anyway. Dom, do we have a—I feel like you're going to take Denver. So, let me start with a stat. The last three times these teams played in LA, the Chargers won. So that did have me originally leading towards the Chargers. But then hearing you guys talk about how you think the Chargers are the desperate team and how the Broncos didn't look great, I think this is actually the bounce back spot for the Broncos now. Mm. I'm going to take the Broncos on the road to win here because I actually think they might need this win more. Because like you just said, if the Chargers win this game, they have the better tiebreaker. They'll leapfrog them. I think the Broncos are, they have been the better team overall for the past month now. And I think they can win this game 
something's just been clicking. I mean, even last game, Russ threw three picks, and they still only lost by five, and they got down, um, I believe, with uh, either in the red zone or a goal-to-go situation to almost win the game. So they were right there. Like, there's a chance the Broncos win last week, even with the bad turnovers. So I'm going to take the Broncos on the road here. I feel like I've had a good read on them most of the season, and I feel like... You know, I'm just going to ride that Colts luck from last week. When you two pick a team I want to pick, I'll just flip, and hopefully it works out for the better. So I'll take the Broncos here in a uh, big division game for them. Okay, so two versus one there. Like a little bit of parity. Um, so I kind of want – I think before we get like to upset picks, um, I think there's going to be a lot of upsets this week. I think we're going to see a very chaotic week 14. And because I was going through my upset picks, and I'm like, I kind of like five of these. Like I like a ton. So honestly – I kind of want to go rapid fire for some of these uh, games this week um, with you guys. And we don't have to kind of go in depth too much, but I think we could see some parity um, in our kind of prediction. So we have a big NFC South matchup here. Bucks-Falcons. Falcons are two and a half point favorites at home. Throw to you, Dom, first. Who do you like in this game? Falcons, easy. They're not easy. losing this game. Falcons win this game. Their defense has been clicking. I think they win this game and they have the division fully in control. You agree, Tom? I agree. Falcons win this game. Okay. I like Tampa. Um, I, I think we're gonna see that. Ult- I think we're gonna see ultimate chaos in the NFC South. And whenever you think a team may be in full stride in this comp or in this division, it's not happening. Tampa wins on the road and they beat the Falcons. Um, we saw the Bears play very close to the Lions earlier in the year, and they're at home three point dogs against the Lions. You guys think there's a chance Chicago wins this game? I don't know if you guys like them in your upset picks at all. This spread makes no sense that it's only three points. I, yeah. it's only three. Is that interesting? <laughs> it is interesting. Um, I, I don't know. I can't see the Lions losing. What's the weather in Chicago? Because that could be a big factor. Thirty nine and like cloudy, no rain, no, mm. no like. I wish it was if it was like a snow game. I picked the Bears. Um, I'm gonna take the Lions. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sold on this Bears team. I mean, they won a game by kicking four field goals uh, their last game, so I'm gonna take the Lions. But the spread only being three does concern me. Okay, I'm gonna take the Lions as well, but. I'm very close to picking the Bears, but I will not come back and be like, oh, like I almost like the Bears. So Colts, Bengals, two and a half point favorites for the Bengals at home with Jake Browning coming off a good performance against the Jaguars. Tom, do you like the Bengals to go on a little bit of a winning streak and stay alive in the playoff picture? Or do you think Gardner gets it done on the road? I think I'm going to, I think the the Colts, the Colts win this game. I'm going to go with the Colts. Dom, what do you like? This completely flipped too. I think the Colts opened as a point and a half favorite. So there's been four a four-point swing. I think people are just overreacting to Monday night. Like, Jake Browning had a great game. I just don't know if he's going to do it again. Like, people forget how bad he was against the Steelers two weeks ago. So, I'm going to take the Colts on the road. They just keep finding out ways to win. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals win this game. But I guess me picking the Colts is actually an upset. So, I guess I'm going with the upset. Okay. I'm different. I'm actually going to go to the Bengals. I think they are just, like, pretty much a similar team. I think I, I like the Colts' defense a little bit more. I don't think their offenses are too different um, as long as Browning can stay as a competent quarterback, and he looked like he could do that against a solid Jaguars defense last week. So I'm going to go with the Bengals. We had a little bit of parity that I just kind of want to talk about. So, um, yeah, I mean, like, a Vikings-Raider game could be close as well, but um, we could talk about our upset picks for this week. Do you guys um, – I have mine in mind, but I'll save mine for last. I'll, I'll throw it to you, Dom. Who do you like as your upset pick this week? I don't know if it's something we already said or it's a new so team that we haven't mentioned. We haven't fully talked about it, but, I mean, it's pretty obvious who my upset pick's going to be. The Raiders? I'm taking the Raiders over <laughs> the Vikings. Josh Dobbs is not winning 
he's just not going to win again. Like I don't people just still think he's this great quarterback. He literally lost last game. Dude, I don't think people thought he was a great quarterback. I just think you people said, thought he you was You said like, he was top 20 and like... Uh, top 20 is not thought, great. Top 20 is below average. Dude, yeah, the quarterback like like line this year is yeah, terrible. But, like top 20 yeah, is still not a Yeah, but you also think that he's he was like a, like a big difference maker. The difference he makes is he turns the ball over like a crazy amount. I'm taking the Raiders here at home. Max Crosby is going to have at least two two and a half to three sacks this game. So I'm but taking you're forgetting the, the part that when Josh Jobs gets pressured... He just runs, a, he is, runs around and scores he all the time. He is elite, but, but Max Crosby is also elite, so I think it cancels out. Okay. <laughs> I like I like the Raiders too, but you could not tell me the Jets' season would be closer to 500 or above 500 if they had Dobbs instead of Wilson or Tim Boyle. It wouldn't. I think they would be – they're both they're both replacement. No, I mean, dude. this this dude, line the, moved by three points. The Texans opened as six-and-a-half favorites, and then the Jets said, all right, we're starting Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson is not worth three points in any game. The Jets would have been the Patriots, in my opinion. The Raiders. No, Jets never. And the Jets never beat the Patriots. Doesn't matter with who Dobbs, scored. Yes, yeah. they would have. They would have beat them. No, nah, I don't know, man. Bel- Belichick. Belichick can coach to game plan for Josh Dobbs. Hold on, I gotta. I gotta look up the official stats. I feel like none of the games the Jets lost. Game. I don't think like, Dobbs is like, good. I just think he's better than the dog shit quarterbacks we have seen over the last couple of weeks. Problem is, he's but one he of hasn't looked good in the last couple no, weeks either. Like so, like, no, but so, like, you're looking at like a sample size from like weeks like three to like. You know, have that like, Falcons game stuck in your head of he came off the bench and won in Atlanta. I he is not. I don't think he's just as bad as some of the quarterbacks we're about to see. Like, I like him over CJ Beathard. I like him over yeah, Joe Flacco. Oh, yeah, but you're talking about. You're, talk, yeah, exactly. you're talking about exactly. guys that all stink, so it doesn't matter. In that I like aspect. him over Boyle and Wilson. Neither of them are NFL quarterbacks. Boyle's, was he, wasn't he in the XFL? Who? Well, uh, no, that was, that was uh, PJ Walker. Maybe that's, no, all right, well, oh no, no, Boyle was the one that had like one the, the touchdown and 12 UConn, interceptions for year. UConn. Yeah, I think he's... Boyle's not an NFL quarterback. Aaron Rodgers liked him, so he brought I, him on. I'm not saying like, I, I don't know. I think Dobbs has a good argument against Desmond Ritter. Oh. Desmond Ritter's not good either, though. Exactly, exactly. The line is like for good quarterbacks. There's only like maybe 15 we can get to a good quarterback's fully healthy. Maybe. I'll agree with you on that, but Josh right. Dobbs is not a good... He is turnover-prone, and there's a reason he's played now for four teams within the past four years. Like, he... Or within the past th- uh, three years, actually. So, like, there's so a reason... Patrick he wasn't good either? Well, Ryan Fitzpatrick was getting million-dollar contracts to go from team to team. Teams wanted him to be the starter. Nobody wants Josh Dobbs as their starting quarterback. Minnesota did. Yeah, because they'd rather start because him than a BYU quarterback. Exactly. No, I'm just saying... I, we don't have to keep arguing about Josh Dobbs, but I'm just saying he's better than five of these quarterbacks minimum that we're going to see this Sunday. Okay, but that's because this Sunday there are a significant amount of quarterbacks that are playing in the NFL that should not be in the NFL. That's a different conversation where if every quarterback is hypothetically healthy, Josh Dobbs would nowhere near crack my top 30. He'd be in the bottom two if we're being if everyone's in a healthy world. Can Obviously, I, I... when... Obviously I was going to say, can I, can I just say one hypothetical playing. for this Sunday for you? Go. Vikings need to win this game this Sunday. Who who has um, to win at a better chance? Josh Dobbs or Bo Nix? Oh, don't I mean, say Bo Nix. <laughs> I mean, Bo Nix will get drafted significantly higher this year and probably play better than Josh Dobbs does next year. So if you're telling me right now I could substitute Bo Nix, I'd probably take Bo Nix in this situation. I don't know, man. Bo Nix uh, is going to get drafted in the first or second round. Are you telling me that Josh Dobbs is even close to some quarterback that should be taken in the first or second round? 
No. No, but I think but like Dak was a fourth round pick and he proved to like fall, like the draft capital, he's proven that he can win games in the NFL. Malik Willis oh. was taken in the uh Malik second round. Ass. Third round, yeah, he stinks. Oh, he's Liberty. <laughs> Shout out Liberty. That against Oregon. Wow, look at that. Yeah, um, Bo Nix is and he's playing that ball game. Totally off topic, but I'm betting he? Oregon to win that Good game for by him. thirty Good points. For him. Um, all right, all right. We, we talked enough about Dobbs. Tom, who's your upset pick? So, uh, Raiders are my upset, oh. by the way. All right, back Raiders to, back is, yeah. to I, I like the Raiders. Wait, Tom, can I guess yours? Is it going to be... I actually don't know. Never mind. You don't know? I was going to say a very I was gonna say a very small spread favorite. Like, if like if you picked... If the Chiefs were, like, one-point dogs, like, you were going to say the Chiefs. <laughs> no, that's not... No, I always keep it three or above. Um... <laughs> But I do, I do like the Panthers. I don't know. The, I don't know if I, I don't know if I have the guts to pick them um, mm-hmm. this week. But I think this is a, this is the game they win. The Saints are still not good, but they they came back against the Lions and they, they looked okay, toward, like towards like the second half, uh, the Lions closed them out. But I think I think the Jaguars beat the Browns here, even with um, Bethard. I think Lawrence, even like sixty percent Lawrence is better than uh, Bethard probably. But I still think Bethard can get the job done. The over under is thirty two and a half. So they need to score 17 points and they will win. Like yeah. I, I, this this Browns team is not scoring points, and um, this Jaguars defense is very good. Joe Flacco he looked okay last week, but this is not a, like Joe Flacco does not go into not go into but play against um, a really good defense here like Jacksonville and somehow pull out like some crazy you know 27 point performance. I don't think that happens. So I think as long as the Jags can score 17 points, they're gonna win this game. I like that. Um, I was going to possibly pick them as well. I probably should have brought them up in kind of the pick them before um, instead of like that Detroit-Chicago game because I think this game could go either way. And I think I like them too with Beathard, but I'm going to be a little bit different. Uh, I thought about Carolina as well. I mean, I like Chicago. I'm going to go with the revenge or the comeback game here. Zach Wilson, Jets win this game. Three and a half point dogs at wow. home against the Texans. This game could get gross. Um, the over-under is at 33 and a half. I guess it's a lot more of just like they think the Texans can probably score 25 the and the Jets will stink, score 9 yeah. or something. Um, but <laughs> Tank Dell is hurt. I feel like this could be a super big letdown game for the Texans. And I feel like Zach Wilson maybe will play a little bit better. I mean, this Jets defense is still really good. They still have playmakers yeah. on the offensive side of the ball. I think this game could be a 16-13 Jets win. And uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Jets to be my underdog. Since you br- I forgot to bring this up in um, our reaction video. But since you brought up the Jets, I'll bring it up here. Do you guys realize that Brees Hall has now had under 30 rushing yards in the past four games? Love last that. week, last week he had 13 carries for 16 yards. He had one game of 10 carries for 23, one game of 13 for 28. Like he is honestly the most inefficient runner. And I think people, I don't know if it's the Jets O line is seriously that bad, or if people just think Bryce Hall is this future offensive player of the year winner because like his hype is like oh he's like so good this and that and he just stinks at running the ball like i think it's he one was of really good things... last year though okay that was last year i mean we're talking about running running backs fall off all the time Najee harris no, was a first round first round pick the hype for a thousand yards now people hate him yeah I'm um so i think we're gonna see some chaos this week i do i think we're gonna see either a lot of upsets here a lot of close games or maybe some surprising performances um but that's pretty much gonna wrap up our week 14 preview hope you guys did enjoy if you're watching on youtube we'd appreciate you dropping a thumbs up let us know in the comments what you guys think about these week 14 games maybe about our upset picks as well and if you're listening on apple Podcasts or spotify we'd appreciate a rating and review over there as well so like always thank you guys for watching and listening and we'll catch you guys in the week 14 reaction next week peace